Accrediting Excellence, the international authority for professional coaching and mentoring, proudly presents both sides of the coin. changing business landscape where good is no longer good enough, there's a huge pressure on companies to deliver world-class products and service. To stay ahead, today's leaders at all levels of an organization find they must do all they can to develop high-performing workforces who deliver on these challenges. And that's where coaching has proved to be vital. Today, we get some top tips on corporate and leadership coaching. Welcome to Both Sides of the Coin, a podcast produced by the IAPC and M. We're a leading accreditation body and our aim is to increase public confidence and to raise industry standards by enforcing a rigorous accreditation process that ensures the quality of professional coaches and mentors. The podcast is aptly named Both Sides of the Coin because we talk to both a coach or mentor and one of their clients to explore both sides of the coaching mentoring intervention what works and what doesn't. As the proverb says, iron sharpens iron. Before we get started, let me introduce myself. I'm Jenny Butter, your host and an accredited master coach, and I've been coaching for 10 years, mainly in the area of career transition and life coaching. Joining me today are Monica Johnson and her client, Alberta Bruzzi. Monica is an accredited master coach and pioneered the corporate coaching sector in Luxembourg. She's founder of the country's first and leading coaching practice, Coach Dynamics, and delivers corporate coaching services to senior executives and entrepreneurs in the global business community. And Monica is the author of a recently published book called The Complete Corporate Coaching Toolkit, The Quintessential Guide for 21st Century Business Coaches and Leaders. Her client, Alberta Bruzzi, has been country head for Citibank Luxembourg since June 2015. She's a senior banking executive with over 20 years of international experience in the financial sector. Welcome both of you. I'm going to start with Monica and then flip over the coin and speak to Alberta. Monica, tell me about yourself. So firstly, thank you, Jenny. It is such a pleasure to join you and your listeners today. So about myself, I am half Swedish, half Peruvian. I grew up in Sweden, but in a very much a, an international environment, as the schools that I attended were really with kids from all around the world. And I thrived in this multicultural setting. And so I decided early on that I wanted to live and work abroad. I started working in the telecom sector, where I remained throughout my corporate career. And having sites to work internationally, I was fortunate to quickly get an opportunity to move to Hong Kong where I lived and worked for six years, probably the best years of my life. And this was Hong Kong before the 1997 handover. In 1996, still in Hong Kong, I was offered a job in Luxembourg. Luxembourg is a small and highly multicultural country in the heart of Europe, and that has since become my home. During my corporate telecom career, I had a variety of different roles, including strategic consulting, supplier management, sales, service development, making me very much a generalist, something that turned out to serve me extremely well when I decided to change direction and become an executive corporate coach in 2003. As a coach, my vision from the outset until today, really, 
has been or is to do my part to contribute to a workplace that is kinder, that is more human, and above all, inclusive. Working in and alongside the business world throughout my professional life, I'm convinced that corporate cultures defined by humanists that are human-oriented, in other words, will really be key to building future-proof 21st century businesses. And who is your typical client? So since I am an executive corporate coach, the majority of my clients are these corporate executives. So ranging really from CEO to senior manager. But as you mentioned, I also work with entrepreneurs. And given my background, uh, this niche, this business corporate niche really became a natural choice for me. So I work across companies with, I work across a diversity of industries. Uh, Finance is very big in Luxembourg. So finance, but also industry, IT telecom, law firms, the big four. And having been fortunate to have this, this really this range of clients has given me a great exposure and, and profound insight into the issues, the opportunities and the challenges that are faced by executives. So what's the most important topic that you cover within your coaching? Well, it's interesting because in the close to 20 years now that I've been coaching, the most popular topics among my clients have remained fairly consistent. And those most popular topics are leadership, communication, emotional intelligence, personal efficiency and effectiveness, stakeholder management, influencing a negotiation, and last but not least, life balance. And because these are the most popular, these are the seven topics that I cover in some detail than in my book. But of these seven, leadership is by far the most popular one, which personally gives me a lot of hope since I consider leadership to be the most important part in any organization. And what makes leadership both fascinating and challenging at the same time is that what is required from leaders evolves over time. And what I mean with that is that it isn't static. These days, to be effective in our rapidly changing world is, is really the ability to remain open and agile, where a most recent example is, of course, when the pandemic struck, where many of my client leaders, naturally caught off guard, found themselves confronted with questions like, how do I meet this new leadership challenge? How do I show up authentically? What leadership qualities do I need to develop? or bring out in myself now. And so in general, with change being the new constant, there, there is a lot for leaders to consider. And I think that's why it has become just such an important topic. And in your book, you split it into sections, don't you, to help both leaders and coaches address mm. those topics. Can you just give me an insight into that, please, about what that looks like for either a coach or a leader to help themselves? Yeah, so this was, this was actually a little bit challenging and it took me a while to wrap my mind around how I was going to be able to address both of these audiences uh, at the same time. So, so the book is, like you rightly say, it's for professional coaches who want to be or who are active in the corporate world and are looking really for a toolbox to be more effective in their coaching. And, but also for those executives or business leaders who may not have access to a coach or may want to self-coach, this book is also geared towards them 
split across these seven topics to be able to use the tools to self-coach. So the tools are very much um, based on questions and uh, to, really, to really prompt that profound reflection and to be able to look at things from different perspectives to find answers and solutions. Thank you. So what's the most important thing that you draw attention to yourself when coaching leaders to enhance their leadership skills? So I find, I find when we talk about soft skills like leadership, uh, trust, empathy, I find that people frequently use these words without really considering the meaning behind those words. And therefore, one of the first questions I ask clients who want to enhance their leadership skills is, what does leadership mean to you? Now, this may seem like a simple question, but it really triggers profound and useful reflection, which is a good starting point in supporting clients to become more self-aware about themselves in their leadership role and what kind of leader they want to be. You know, what do they want to be known for? How do they want others to speak about them? And, and I'm finding still 20 years on that these are questions that people rarely ask themselves. A cornerstone in coaching is to support clients to increase their self-awareness. And leadership coaching is naturally also very much centered around that. Why do you think that these soft skills have been missing in the past? Yeah, I think, I think that's a really good question. Um, I think, you know, because I, I'm a real avid uh, sort of reader of, of coaching books. And certainly when I was starting out, uh, buying a lot of books, really searching for, for tools uh, for the corporate world to really give context um, around these soft skills. Because while soft skills are intellectually easy to understand, actually integrating them into our behavior to improve our proficiency is often trickier. Uh, coaches frequently find it challenging to know where to start, for example. And so it became clear to me early on that there was a lack of tools providing adequate context to make these abstract soft topics uh, uh, more real uh, because it was more challenging than necessary for clients to make good and lasting progress without some kind of tool or context. So because I wasn't able to find what I was looking for, I decided to create tools myself. So over all these 20 years, this then has developed into a comprehensive corporate toolkit that has proved to be a great companion to the coaching conversation in that it supports clients to really turn their understanding into meaningful actions and accelerate their progress. These tools are giving that, that context and content to begin to, to be able to find that place of where to start. And you know what's, what's really great is that the tools are, have proven now to also provide a lasting support that goes well beyond the coaching conversations. As clients frequently tell me years after the coaching has ended, how they've kept and still use the tools. So that's a, that's a great feeling, really. That's super. Thank you, Monica. My final question for you is, what's the most powerful question that we as coaches can ask a leader? So if we're coaching in, in the business world and in the corporate world, I think it's important to understand and remember that every organization, its people, its culture, 
ambition, strategy, and vision are unique. And that change truly is the new constant. And for this reason, I find that one of the most powerful things you can do as a corporate coach is to encourage leaders to embrace a situational leadership approach. What does that mean? Well, that means to, to encourage them to take a step back and to view things from a multitude of perspectives and to regularly reflect on the question, given the current situation or opportunity or challenge, what is required from me now as leader? A really powerful question. Thank you so much. I'm going to flip over the coin now and speak to Alberta. Alberta, tell me about yourself. Mm. Good afternoon, Jenny. Uh, I just want to echo Monica's uh, sentiment. I'm delighted to be here with you and Monica and uh, with your listeners. Um, about myself, well, I'm as well um, come from a very multicultural background. I am Italian Canadian. Uh, by birth and by parents, uh, but I grew up uh, all over the world uh, from a young child onwards. And, uh, you know, oftentimes people ask me, you know, well, do you feel more Italian or do you feel more Canadian? And I say to them, well, I actually feel quite uh, to be a world citizen, uh, given, uh, given the fact that over the course of my life, I've lived in many countries and had the honor to uh, know many different cultures and people. And you're currently country head for Citibank in Luxembourg. Why did you decide to implement an executive coaching program in your firm? Mm. Now, that's an outstanding question, Jenny. Um, why did I decide uh, to implement the program here in Luxembourg? Well, I have to say that uh, my bank has uh, just the most incredible learning and development opportunities at all levels uh, of the firm, whether we look at it uh, from our technical skills, but also our soft skills and leadership skills. I have had the honor and have benefited from uh, our uh, internal leadership uh, programs and and mentoring programs that we have. Uh, If I look at it from a country perspective and uh, notwithstanding the incredible uh, offerings that we have in the bank, I felt that there was um, a gap here uh, for my more senior leaders uh, within uh, the franchise in regards to targeting um, really their their needs, their their leadership and and soft skill development needs from um, a coaching perspective as opposed to, you know, whether it would be from a mentoring perspective or, or others. And so I felt there was a gap there and that that would greatly benefit uh, them uh, personally, and, but of course, professionally in furthering their development uh, within, within the, the front. What do you think the benefit has been to your organization through the executive coaching program? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I have to say, I, you know, I also have, you know, had feedback from, uh, you know, my colleagues who have gone through the executive coaching program in these years. And, uh, you know, the feedback has just been uh, outstanding uh, from the persons. There has been a tremendous sense of, you know, gratitude, uh, recognition uh, of the investment the bank is making in them and making in them as persons and as leaders. Um and that you know that has been extremely gratifying for me because it really has been put there for their benefit and for their growth, and for their growth. From a you know from my perspective as as country head, uh, the benefit has been to see uh, you know the 
the results of the executive coaching program as persons have come out of it in regards to a greater sense of, uh, uh, to what Monica was saying earlier, to a greater sense of purpose uh, in, in their leadership roles, a greater clarity in regards to how they define themselves as leader and then how they, uh, you know, you know, act, uh, you know, on that definition of leadership. Um, it has, uh, you know, opened up further opportunities for the persons who have gone through the coaching program um, and, and really helped them understand what it, where it is that they are today within, within the firm, but also where they want to go tomorrow. And not in terms of just simply, you know, a very linear career progression, but in the value and the value that they bring and that they generate uh, to their teams, uh, to the to the country, to the bank, and how that can be further, uh, you know, can be even further, um, you know, increased. That's super. And looking at individual em employees, have you got a case study example that you're happy to share with me about how it's impacted and improved somebody's life within the workplace? Oh, no, I, well, I have actually, I have, I have many examples. <laughs> I have to say that the, the coaching program has been, has been, uh, has been very successful, has been very successful. And I, I would, you know, I wouldn't cite one example, Jenny, I know that you're asking for a case study, but I would say that, you know, what overall has, you know, has been, uh, you know, coming out of the coaching program is persons who, you know, either have, you know, achieved that significant promotion that they had been going for, uh, because exactly they have, you know, understood better, uh, you know, what stakeholder management means, how that, you know, absolutely is implemented, what their own personal brand is and how they develop that, um, uh, you know, or indeed, you know, greater clarity in regards to where they want to bring their career. So, you know, I would say that there have been persons who have achieved that um, uh, that significant promotion. There are persons who, you know, following on from the coaching program, have made that career move that perhaps uh, before either they were uh, afraid to take or that they didn't even know uh, was an option uh, on the table for them. Uh, so that has been the experience. And there's some others as well who, you know, have, uh, you know, are very much in the positions that they hold and, and, you know, very happy to be there, but having a greater sense of uh, fulfillment and a greater sense of purpose. Thank you. And Alberta, both sides of the coin is um, mm. one of the reasons that we set it up is for us as coaches to learn from clients like yourself, best practices. So based on your experience of working with Monica, what would you like to say to other corporate coaches, which you think is important or useful for them to know when they're working in an environment such as yours? Mm. No, absolutely. Happy to happy to share. Uh, I think that there's two fundamental, I think there's two fundamental points that I'd like to, that I'd like to make. The first is, you know, it is very much a partnership. So it's very much a partnership in working together uh, in regards to uh, partnership in achieving the goals and the objectives that, you know, the CEO sets. And that is very much, uh, you know, in a partnership. And there is also that ongoing discussion 
uh, in that partnership, that the discussion, the feedback, the challenge on both sides of that relationship in regards to making sure that, you know, we are, uh, we are on track and we are aligned in regards to what we're trying to achieve here. I think that's the first really uh, important and critical point. And the other, uh, I would say, and this is based on my personal experiences, you know, really the tone does come from the top. Um, you know, that vision and that inspiration does come from the top. And so it's absolutely critical that, you know, you, 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 you have access to, you have that um, relationship with, and um, with, right, uh, the most senior, the most senior uh, levels of the, of the organization. What a great discussion. Thank you so much, Monica and Alberta. And Monica Johnson's book is called The Complete Corporate Coaching Toolkit, The Quintessential Guide for 21st Century Business Coaches and Leaders. And it can be purchased at Amazon. Personally, I've got a copy and I think it is fantastic. We're confident that anyone who attains an international authority for professional coaching and mentoring accreditation will be amongst the very best that the profession has to offer. So if you're someone who's interested in having some coaching or mentoring and want to find an accredited coach, mentor or training provider, or if you're a professional who's interested in becoming accredited, then please go to our website, coach-accreditation.services. And finally, if there's a topic that you would like me to cover on future episodes of Both Sides of the Coin, then I would love to hear from you. My email, jenny.podcast at coach-accreditation.services. Bye for now.